the help of Hashem, we are learning Baba Kama Daf Pei Dalid. We left off on Daf Pei Dalid Amid Aleph by the two dots, six lines from the top of the Amid. We are in middle of learning this amazing sugya. When the Torah tells us that when a person damages another person, Ayin Tachas Ayin, if God forbid the assailant blinded the victim's eye, the literal reading of the Pasuk is, is an eye for an eye. And we all have a Messiah that an eye for an eye does not mean literally. It means a financial compensation. The question is, where do we see from the trade itself that ayin tachasayin is not to be taken literally? So up until now, we already had two proposed limudim. And now, and one of them was refuted, and now we continue. Tanya Idach again, Pedalid, six lines from the top of the Amid. Tanya Idach, Rabbi Shimon, Ben Yechai, Oymen, Ayin, Tachas Ayin, as we all know, means Mamain, a financial compensation. Says the Braisa, Ato Oymer, Mamain, Oyein, Enoy, Ela, Ayin, Mamish. Maybe it means literally an eye for an eye. So adds the Bach, Amrat, I'll tell you, if the assailant himself was already blind, this he may, and he blinds the victim, or if the assailant was already a Kiteya, a person who was an amputee. Vikita and he severed someone's limb or chigeid. You get the idea. Or if the assailant was already lame, vichigeid and he crippled someone else. Here, how can Beisdin inflict a reciprocal wound if that would have been the meaning of the pasuk when you can't do that because he's blind already? And like Rashi adds, as we had in the previous sugya. Right, look, mamish on top, the end of the first line on top. Kiteya vikita haechani koyra chulei zokterashi vichiteman. If you're going to respond, okay, wherever the assailant was already crippled, was already lacking in that limb, maybe there charge him money. In other words, there should be an option. Ideally, ayin tachas ayin. Literally, when you can't, then charge money. Let's finish inside the Rashi. Vichitema hecha nishkol memayna. And if you're going to say that in such a case, so now let's go back in the Gemara, that also cannot be. Why not? Because the Pasuk says, Mishpat Echad that there should be one law applied to all of you. It has to be a law that applies equally. So we can't have a scenario where sometimes the punishment is A, another time the punishment is B. So since in a case where the assailant is already blind, you cannot fulfill the ayin tachasayin mamish, that's from where we know that it means mamin, and if it means mamin, then nishvat echad, always the assailant has to pay money. End of b'raiso. So now says the Gemara, Amre, they asked, Umay kushya, what kind of proof do you have? From the Mishpat Echad, Dilma, why don't you say, Hecha the Efshar Efshar? Ayin Tachasayin means literally, and when it's possible to make this reciprocal wound by blinding the eye of the assailant, by severing the hand of the assailant, that is the only punishment. And Hecha the when it's not possible, because he's already a cripple, 
then then you can't do it and therefore you don't do anything. What's going to be against the Mishpat Echad if once you have to blind the eye of the assailant and the other time you have to charge him money? That's not good. But if the rule will be, really, I am Tachasayin Mamish. If you can't, you can't, that would work. Upatrinale, and he won't have to do anything. And I'll prove to you that such a thing is acceptable, asks the Gemara, because because if you won't accept such an argument, Trefa refers to a human being, a person, who God forbid is already terminally ill, so he's called a Trefa, if he murders a healthy person, now by the way, before we go on, in Sanhedrin we're going to learn that in the case of the opposite, if a person who's healthy murders a Trefa, even though he violated thou shall not murder, even if he took away a minute of his life, if he was going to live a minute longer, Chaya, Sha'a is life, but the penalty in Beisden of a murderer getting killed is not done if someone, God forbid, murdered, it's called murder, a Trefa. Now here in the opposite case, if someone who is a Trefa, if he, God forbid, murdered a healthy person, and as Rashi speaks out, very importantly, in that case, the treifa will not be put to death. Why not? Because how does Basin put someone to death for murder? You have to have Adim that testify. Adim that testify that a treifa killed someone, their edus is never accepted. Why not? We just had this a few days ago. Because of a rule that everyone accepts, that edus shi'i after yachal hazima, if Adim cannot become Adim zaymimim, you don't accept them to begin with. Now think it through. Why can't these Adim become Adim zaymimim? Because what's the din of the Eidim Zaymimim? Whatever they wanted to do, if they were lying, happens to them. In the case where Eidim, let's say, if they were lying by claiming that a Trefa murdered, in that case, Beisdin would not kill the Trefa. Why not? Let's say, if two people are lying by saying Reuven killed Shimon, Beisdin won't kill Reuven, he's already a dead person. So you can't say that the Eidim are trying to cause someone to get killed, He's already dead anyway. So you can't do to the Edim what you would do to Reuven because it's not the same. Reuven is a dead person already. The two Edim are healthy. And being that they're Edim, you don't accept the Edim. So therefore back in the Gemara, Trefa that kills a person, what can you do to the Trefa? Nothing. But one second. The Trefa says that if someone murders, you put him to death. But nevertheless you see that wherever you can't, you can't. It's not the end of the world. The Torah gives one mishpat. If someone, Reuven murders Shimon under the circumstances where he's amazed and there's Edim and Asra, Reuven is put to death. But whenever you can't, and therefore here also, what's Rab Shimon Bar Yechai's Ayin has to mean Mamein, just because if someone is already blind and he blinded someone else, and therefore, there's no proof. We refuted the proof. Asks Rabbi Kiva Eger a Gavaldik a question. Let's hop and look on the side. The Gilinashas. How are they refuting it from the case of a Trefa Shaharag Es Hashalim? Let's read it inside. Kashali asks Rabbi Kiva Eger. Kiven do who edish iat yochel hazima What kind of proof do you have from there? You, do you know why a Trefa that kills the Shalim will not be killed? Not because hechad loy efsher loy efsher. You know why? Because Beisdin doesn't know that the Trefa killed. How does Beisdin know something? Based on witnesses. If the Halacha does not allow you to accept the witnesses, then Beisdin Taka doesn't know. 
So you can't refute it by proving that really mishpat echadia lekulchem shava lekulchem, and if we find I hechad leyefsher leyefsher doesn't refute the mishpat echad. Over there, we never know that a treifa killed the shalim. But Amri Shama be'emesli harak beizen has to say maybe he didn't kill. Imkei in my parchinen, what's the refutation from this case? Hashapin miskai mishpat echad. If one murders and bays the nose, you always kill the murderer. There's no exception to that. In the case of Trefa Shaharik, Bezdin doesn't know that he killed because they don't accept the Aedas. What are we suggesting over here? Maybe Ayin Tachasayin is Mamish. I, if the assailant is blind, you don't do anything. Don't do anything. Maybe that's not Mishpat Echad. So Bekitzit, he remains with the Tzadachim. Let's go back into the Gemara. Okay, this Gemara is Gavalik. Let's go case by case by case. Next. So now the Gemara gives another Braiso. We're starting with Braises and then we're going to go on to different statements of Amirayim. All to show you how do we know from the Torah a hint that Ayin, Tachas Ayin is only Mamein. There was a Tan in the Yishiv of Rabbi Yishmol that Amar Kram and he's quoting a Pasik from, from Parshas Emoir and we started learning this Pesukim in the previous year in Perik Chav Dalid that's in Chumash Vayikro Parshas Emoir Pasik Chav the Pasik says, Shever Tachashever, Ayin Tachasayin, Shein Tachashein. Then the Pasik continues, Kasher Yitain Mumba Adam, like the assailant put a, a injury in his fellow, Kain Yinasein Boy, so you put into him. And what's the literal meaning? You do to him what he did to others. So says the Tana Devei Rabbi Shmuel, let's read it inside, Kain Yinasein Boy, Zak, the Tana Einasina Elamamin. The word is not Kain ye asaloi, as Ataka says previously there. Kain ye nothing, so you give. The word nesina is a remes to something that's given from hand to hand, which is money. If that's the case, in the ratio of the same Pasik. Not speaking about the penalty, but speaking about the crime. When the Pasik says, Kashid yitain mumba adam, like if one man. This is the assailant. Yitain mumba adam. Hachinami the mamin hu. So just like in the ratio of the Pasik, yitain means a wound, maybe in the Sefer, when it says kain yin nasin boy, means the punishment is to wound him back. Kasha. Amri, they answered that the Veira Yishmal, their limud was not from the Lashen of kain yin nasin from the word nasina, but it was from the fact that the whole Pasik is extra. Why? We just quoted Pasik Chaf. If you have a Chumash, again, Vayikr Chavdalit Chav, now the Gemara says, look one Pasig back, that Nichti behold Ksiv, it says in Pasig Yutes, Mamish, almost the same thing, that the Ish Ki Yitein Mumba Misoy, Kasher Asa, Kain Yei Asa The trader already said, what he did is done to him. So the Kasha is, the whole Pasig Chav, Kain Yei Nasen Bay Lomeli. Ah, it's from the extra, Kain Yei Nasen Bay, Shmamin Amamin. That's a good Raya. Now asks the Gemara, Kasher Yitin Mumba Adam Lamali. Why did we need Taka Deresha of Pasik Chav? The Pasik could have said, Shever Tachashever, Ain Tachasain, like we said. And the Pasik could have said, Kain Yinasin Boy. So for that, the Gemara says, that's not a Kasher. Because either the boy Michtov, Kain Yinasin Boy, since the trader wanted to write the extra words, Kain Yinasin Boy, to give you a remez. That the punishment is something that's nesina, which is mamain, kasav nami, kashiyit and mumba adam. So this is this proof stands. Next, 
The day Rabchia Tana Tana and the Yeshiva of Rabchia learned the following, and he's quoting a pasuk in Chumash Devarim and Parsha Shoftim and the Parsha of Adam Zoyimim, where the Torah says Loi Sachos Einecha. Was if you find Adam to be liars, don't have Rachmanus on them, right? Don't allow your eyes to be merciful. It says Nefesh be Nefesh, Ayin be Ayin, Shein be Shein. Yod biyod, regal biregal. So Amar Kra, since the Pasuk says, Yod biyod, hand, literally, in a hand. What's the hand? In a hand. Ah, dovar hanitin miyad liyad. Something that's given from a hand to a hand. And what is given from hand to hand? Mamoin. And as Rashi explains, hold on. By Adam Zoyvimim, the trader explicitly says, what they wanted to do happens to them. If, let's say, two Adam say that Reuven cut Shimon's hand off. If the punishment for the Uven would have been a hand for a hand, they would have cut off Reuven's hand. Now that the Adam Zoymimim are found to be liars, what should we do to the Adam Zoymimim? Cut off their hands. The fact that the trader speaks about that the Adam Zoymimim's punishment is Yad Biyad, meaning Dover Hanit and Miyad Liyad, which is Mamain, is a raya that this is what would have happened to Reuven. Only money and not losing his hand. Says the Gemara Elamiyato, the question on this Tanah Devera Bchiyom, when in the same Pasik, in Parsha Shoftim, Pedicutas Pasik, Chaf Aleph, it says Regel Beregel, Regel Beragel, Nami Hachinami. Don't forget, when it comes to an, a foot to a foot, doesn't mean money. See, money goes from hand to hand. You don't pay money like, foot to foot. So Fakert, Regel Beregel should mean you cut off their feet, which is a proof that if they would not have been caught liars, if they would have been accepted as good Adam, based on their testimony that Reuven cut Shimon's foot off, Bazin would have cut Reuven's foot off. Fakert is Akasha. It does mean corporal punishment. Amri, they answered that the Veid also the Kroy Yisayi Kodarshi. The real Limud is from the whole, the fact that the whole Pasuk is extra. Michti behold, Ksiv, it says, Vosi Samloi, you should do to the Adam. Like they were conspiring to do to their fellow. Now, if Reuven, who God forbid, if we were to accept, cut off Shimon's hand, if you do to the Adam what he wanted to do to Reuven, and if by Reuven the punishment would have been losing his hand, the whole Pasuk is extra. The whole Yad Biyad, Regal Regal, Yad Biyad Lamali, Ah, from the extra Shmamine Mamin. Again, the Gemara asks, well, just to tell you an extra word, to hint mamain, you need one extra expression. Regal beregal amali. Same answer as we had before. I did chsiv yod yod, Ksiv nami. Regal beregal. Weiter. Now the Gemara begins with Amirayim. Abaya the bacha means to Amar. Abaya gives you another proof that ayin, the tachas ayin, means financial compensation, not literal eye for an eye. Abaya used to quote a Tana. From the yeshiva of Chizkiah, the Tana of Chizkiah, again, Parshas Mishpatim, Perek Chav Aleph, Pasik Chav Gimel, that's in the whole Parsha, V'chiyin Natsu Anashim, V'nagfu Ishahara. So the first Pasik speaks about a case, but V'lo Yehoshin. Then in Pasik Chav Gimel it says, V'im Asoin Yehiyah, meaning if the woman got killed, so the Pasik begins, V'nosata Nefesh Tachas Nefesh. Then the Pasik continues, Ayin Tachas Ayin, Shein Tachas Shein, etc. So ayin tachasein, nefesh tachas nefesh. It's interesting how the Gemara reverts the order. Because nefesh tachas nefesh is at the end of Pasuk Chav Gimel where it says, v'im asin yiyah, v'nosata nefesh tachas nefesh. And then the next Pasuk, Pasuk Chav Dalet begins, ayin tachasein, it's ayin shein yad and negel. Ayin tachasein, 
Shein tachasein yod yod regel tachas regel. So it says tanadvei chizkiyah gavaldik. It's an eye for an eye or a life for a life. By the way, a life for a life is literal. And by murder, under the right circumstances, with mezid edim hasra, stack a life for a life. But he wants to say the following: It's either a life for a life or whatever the eye for the eye means. But it's never nefesh va'ayin tachasein. It's never a life and an eye because he took out an eye. Meaning, explains, the is if you were to think, mamish, if ayin tachas ayin means mamish, don't think that God forbid, if Bezdin would have needed to make someone blind, don't think that you can just limit it by only taking out his eye. Once you take someone else's eye out, it could be, he's going to end up dying. Now that's not fair. Reuven blinded Shimon. Bezdin is going to blind Reuven and kill him, which might happen. Zilman, the Mishkachas law, sometimes it's going to happen that Ayin Venefesh Tachas Ayin. Why will be Ayin Venefesh? Because the Bahadi, the Averlei, while Bezdin is blinding the assailant, Nafkelei the assailant can die. Is Araya that you don't blind him, it's only money. Ah, says the Gemara again, we don't accept that. To my kusha, what kind of proof do you have from there? Dilma, maybe, maybe, we assess the health of the assailant. And a doctor will tell the Beisdin, that if he's able to handle get, losing his eye, then, we, then if that were to mean literally, then we would blind his eye. And and if the doctors will tell Beisdin that the assailant doesn't have the health to lose an eye, we wouldn't do it. And now continues the Gemara, and if Beisdin says that he is able to handle it, and and we did it, and if still... Unfortunately, the Nafik Ruchei, the assailant, loses his life, doesn't bother us. Of course it bothers us. Halachically, it doesn't bother us. Imoy Islamus, if he died, he died. And I'll prove it to you. Milai Tanan, did we not learn? Gabba Malkis. We'll learn this in the Makis. That before they hit a person, the trader says 40 minus 1. Right? But they used to evaluate the person. And if they said, they told Bezin, listen, he cannot handle more than 10 knocks. So he only got 10 whips. Now what happens if even those 10 he was unable to handle? What happens if the shliach basin that was whipping him killed him? What's the din? He doesn't get punished. He doesn't even go into Golos. Why? They made the evaluation. Basin did what appeared to be the right thing to do. If he died, he died. So the, just like there, here also. So you can't prove from ayin tachas ayin, v'loi nefesh v'ayin tachas ayin, by the fact that he might die, because Bezin will make the umdana, and that's enough, refuted. Next, Tabzvid, in the name, we're going to go with the gear, so we have in the bottom from the Yaivetz, and from the Mesedes Hashats, that he's quoting in the name of Rava. So Tabzvid, in the name of Rava, Omar, yeah, the stars to the bottom of Rava, by me. Omar Krohot, says in the Pasik, in Parshas Mishpat, in Pedik Chofal of Pasik Chofhei, So Pasek Chav Gimel ends Nefesh Tachas Nefesh. Pasek Chav Dalet, now we know this Pesukah by heart, gives the four. Ya Tachas Yad, Regal Tachas Regal. No, Ya Tachas Yad, Ayn Tachas Ayn, Shein Tachas Shein. It's Ayn Shein, Ya Tachas Yad, Regal Tachas Regal. And then you have a Pasek Chav The whole Pasek Chav is extra. Pasek Chav reads, Kaviyah Tachas Kaviyah, which means a burn in the place of a burn. Petza Tachas Patza, a wound in the place of a wound. Chabura, a bruise, Tachas Chabura. We already got that idea from the previous Pasik. 
So we learn that the, the reason why the Torah said petsa tachas potsa, a wound for a wound, is to teach you litain sad v'mokim nezek. That in a case where Adam was mazik another person, the din of like we learned in the Mishnah that you have to pay the max the chamisha devarim means that even in a case where you have to pay nezek, even where you have to pay dam- damage, you still have to pay tzadim. Don't say you only pay tzadim where there's no nezek. Like if someone hurt the other person's fingernail, there's no permanent damage, only there do you pay for tzadim. Even in a case where there is permanent damage and you pay nezek, you still have to pay for the pain. That is what we learn from the extra now, if it were to mean literally, who would need anything extra? If, let's say, ayin tachasayin is literal, and we take a need, he should pay for the pain on top of the nezek, you already did that by blinding his eye. Just like when Reuben blinded Shimon's eye, he cost for Shimon nezek and sar. If Bezin were to blind Reuben's eye, as a punishment, he would have nezek and sar. So who needs the patsatachas patsa? Proof. Says the Gemara, no, nish, no proof. Oh my kush, what kind of proof is that? Dilma, maybe, ika, inish. There are certain people, the mafanak, that they are delicate and islate saratvei. Let's say, Ruven, God forbid, blinded Shimon. And Shimon is a delicate person. Not only did he have the nezek of losing an eye, he had tremendous amount of pain. Every person feels pain differently. And the Ike Inish and our other people, let's say to Uven, to Lemaphonically, that he's not so delicate. And less late Sada, he doesn't have that much pain. And Lamainaf Kimina, why is that important to know? For this, that Lemisve Leheich, the Bene Ubene. Maybe Ayn Tachasai means literal. However, you still need the extra words, Patsatachas Patsa, to teach you that if the assailant experienced less pain, not only do you blind his eye, but now he has to pay money to Shimon. Because Shimon had more pain than he had. So it's still needed, even if it were to mean literally, so there's no proof. Next. Rav Papa, in the name of Rav Amar, that Amar Krav Rapoi Yedapei, right, right before Shani and Mishpatim, that V'im Yakum V'salech B'chutz, remember that? So the Pasuk ends, V'rapoi Yedapei, that heal, you shall heal him. And why is that needed? Here also we have this statement, Litan Rufobu Makim Nezek, that we have to pay for the healing. Even when you have to pay for the damage, that's why the trader says the words, Verapoi, you will learn more about this extra word soon. Now proves the Gemara, proves the Rav Papa, in the name of Rav, if Ayin Tachasayin were to mean literally, who needed Verapoi, Yerape? We know that you have to pay for medical bills on top of paying for the healing, because just like if Reuven blinded Shimon, Shimon not only is devalued, there's Nezek, but Shimon now will have to pay for his healing. If Ayin Tachasayin would have been literally, then if you blind Reuven, Reuven loses his value and Reuven has to heal himself. Hainami boya asya. So it's a proof that Ayin Tachasayin means Mamain. Here also the Gemara says, no, I'm going to refute your proof. Why? Because my kushya. What kind of raya do you have? Dilma, maybe Ayin Tachasayin means literal. Still, you need an extra varapoi yerape because ikad salik bisrei haya. There are certain people that heal quickly, and the ikad salik bisrei haya. And there are other people that do not heal quickly. Elamai naf keminon. Therefore, the difference will be lemeis of lei heich the beni ubeni reuven the blinded shimon. If we were to say we have to blind reuven, 
Still, the Torah will have to say Verapa Yerape because in the case where Shimon Nebuchadnezzar needs an, an, a year to heal himself, and his medical bills will cost a thousand dollars, Reuven, who got blinded from Beisdin, will heal in a month. To him, it's going to cost only a hundred dollars to heal himself. So the Torah now, in this case, is telling you not only does Reuven lose his eye, but Reuven has to pay the nine hundred dollar difference. You still need a Verapa Yerape. So there's no proof. Rabashi Omar Asya Tachas Tachas Mishoyer. When the first wide line that Ksifach it says over here, Ayin Tachas Ayin, and it says Hasam in Pasuk Lamed Vav, right? The Imshoy Nagachum Itnal Shulshaim. The Pasuk that we learned with a lot earlier on in the Masechta. So the Torah says that Shalim Yishalim Shoyer Tachas Hashoyer. Ah, when my ox damages your ox, the penalty is money. So we have the Gezeda Shavah, Malal and Mamayin, Afkan Mamayin. It sounds perfect. Says the Gemara Nisht, my Chazis, why are you learning Tachas Tachas? The Yolaf Tachas Tachas from Shoir. Why don't you learn Tachas Tachas me Adam? Where do we find Adam? The Chzivit says, Venosata Nefesh Tachas Nefesh. Nefesh Tachas Nefesh means corporal. If one person murdered the other, then the murderer gets killed. Why don't we say Malal and by murder Mamish, Afkan, Ay Tachas Ayn Mamish? So to which they responded to back up Ravashi's proof, Amri done in Nizakin Minizakin. If you have an option what to make the tachas tachas from, damage from damage makes more sense, is a better fit. The ain't done in Nizakin Mimisa. Asks the Gabara Adarabam, why don't we say a different logic that done in Adami Adam? Man that murdered, man that damaged. The ain't done in Adami Behemo. Answers the Gabara Elam Ravashi, you're right. Tachas, Tachas is not good from Shoir. It's Adam from Behemoth. But I'm going to find the Tachas by Adam. That's only monetary penalty. Where do we find that? Mitachas Asher Ina Yalafle. If a person, God forbid, rapes a woman, there, there is a 50 shekel knas that he pays Tachas Asher Ina because he afflicted her. So it's a man assailing another human being. Tachas, money. Here also, Tachas, Tachas, Ain Tachas, Ain money. Adam, Yadam, Vinizakim, Vinizakim. Perfect. Now that we concluded all these Lamudim, some of them worked, some of them didn't. So how, now it's good to remember that Rabbi and Hagadol always learned things differently. Which is why ultimately, I mean, it was tragic. They put him into Chedim, as we will Amir Tzashem learn. So Tainim, we learned Rabbi Eliezer Oymer. Look at his words. Ayin, Tachas Ayin, Mamish. That's a typical Rabbi Eliezer. So the Gemara says, Mamish Tanoi. Now really, you can say, yep, Rabbi Eliezer doesn't agree with any of the Tanoim. But that can be. Because as we spoke out on the last year, let's not forget that when you deal with Halacha Lomaisa, from, since the basement of Moshe Rabbeinu, sadly, when people assailed, when people damaged the other, these things happened. It might not be that Shechiach, but it happens. People injure others. No one ever paskened ayin tachas ayin mamish. There was never such a messiahs. You can't have a machlekes in that. It's like someone inventing a new pair of tefillin. You can't have that. Because aside of whatever we learned orally, I'm putting on the tefillin of my father. I'm following something that everyone did. All the but they did him. Never. None of them ever made ayin tachas ayin mamish. So it can't be that Rebbe Yezir means that. So Omar Led Maharshal says, Rave, what he means, Loimer, She'ein Shaman Oisekeevet, that the evaluation is not done the way all the other Tanoim hold it's done. Ein Tachasayin is money. How do you make the evaluation? What did we learn in the Mishnah? You take the victim, 
How much was he worth in the market being sold as a slave? We learned Machlekes Rashi Mi'iri. But be that as it may, how much is he worth now? That's the difference. Says Rav Eliezer, you don't make that evaluation. So the Gemara says, Well, if you don't evaluate him how much he would have been worth as a slave, what keman, kiben chayrin? How much as a non-slave did he lose value? How do you measure value for an eye? If not for the slave solution, you tell me a solution. Is there a number price a person can put on their limbs? No. So what did he mean that you don't evaluate him like an Evid? Ben Chayrin the East Lake Dame, will a free person ever put a price on their limbs? This is Gevaldic. Just like we found on Dafmem. Remember that? If my ox kills another person. And the trader says that if, it, if my ox was a muad, then the owner vegamba all of you then the trader says, "V'im koifer yushas olavenosim pidyan nafshei." That I have to pay koifer, and we had a machloikas tanoim. Yeah, exactly. Whose money do I pay for koifer? So the chachamim hold the mei nizak. Rabbi Shmuel benoi holds no the mei mazik. The same thing over here. Ayin tachasayim means money. The question is, whose money? So all the other opinions hold. What do you mean? If Reuven blinded Shimon, you have to take Shimon. How much was Shimon worth? How much is he worth now? That's the damage. Says Rabbi Eliezer HaGadol, not the victim, the assailant. It's Kabbalah, it's Ayin Tachas Ayin, like we spoke about yesterday in last year. When Reuven blind Shemit Be'emes, Reuven should lose his eye. That's why the traitor says Tachas Ayin. Elamai, the traitor, Hashem, with his Rachmanes, allows us, so to say, to get a kapara with only paying money. But since Reuven really should have lost his eye when you make the evaluation, how much was he worth, how much is he worth, you evaluate the assailant's eye, the mazik's eye. That is what Rebbe Yezid is saying. Don't evaluate the nizik. It's not about the nizik. It's really his eye should have been lost. Elamai, you get away with it. It's like kaparis. You know, zechalifasi, zetimurasi. The mazik pays for the money of the mazik's eye, and that suffices. And again, just a quote, again, either B'Shem Rab Shemshan Astrapala, or in the name of the Gra, that the Tachasayin, the Gavaldik of Art, that if you take the olive base and you line them down, the letter after Ayin, the Tachasayin is a pay. You spell Ayin, Ayin Yud Nun. The letter after Yud is a Chaf, the letter after the Nun is a Samach. These are the letters of Kesef. That the Tachasayin, what comes under Ayin is in the place of Ayin. Let's move on. The time is moving. Says the Gemara, two dots. Hahu, Chamara, there was a donkey. The Kota Yadah, the Yanuka, that severed the hand of a child. Also, the Kamedera Papa Barshmuel, they came in front of Papa Barshmuel. Omalohu, and he passed in Zumu, Zilu, Shumulei, Arbadvarim. Tell the donkey driver to pay not only for the damage, but for all the other four things. So, first of all, he said four. So Amar lay Rava Vohanan Chamishatanan. When an Adam is the Mazik, you pay five. So Amar lay he clarified when he said four. We had this before in the Mesechta. Lebarmi Nezek He meant aside of Nezek, the other four. Now the problem was is that the Rav, being that a donkey severing a child's hand is very unusual, he didn't understand that the donkey did it. Obviously, he thought the donkey driver. But they told him, no, 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 the donkey damaged. And if an animal, if my animal damages, I only pay nezek. The chamisha devarim is only by other mamazik. 
Ah, so now that the Rav understood it was Taka the donkey, Amalahu, Zilu, Shumu, Niske, go evaluate the Nezek. Now, aside of Rabbeliezer Hagadol, how would you evaluate the Nezek? You take the victim, which is a child, he has to undergo an assessment. You have to, how much would he be worth? How much is he worth? Don't think you can make this assessment without him getting involved. And this is a very important story, even though we're in a rush. Many times when people have to go to a Dintreira, or Lahabdul, when people go to court, it's traumatizing for them. Because sometimes they're going to be interrogated, you know, and they have to re- remind themselves of the trauma. Many times victims say, I don't need it. I don't need the whole thing. I don't want to undergo the pain of this trial. So, you'll have to take the child to a slave market for people to look at him, for people to evaluate him. Well, that's what you need to do. Zilu, Shaimu, Kaab, says the Rav, yeah, take him to a slave market, find out exactly, you know, what is the value of his hand. So the father got involved. The father says, I don't want you guys to do this to my son. It's not enough that he lost his arm, but the Zilu, is degrading for him. So, if you won't allow your son to undergo this type of evaluation, you're financially damaging your child. We won't be able, he won't be able to get compensation. The father says, you know what? I'll compensate him. The father has the right to not allow for the assessment to happen as long as the father says when he'll get older, I'll appease him. The word appeasing is of great significance because the father really doesn't know exactly how much money he lost. He's never going to be evaluated. But he says, I'll give my son when he gets older enough money that he'll be Michael me. I'll appease him by the fact that I didn't allow him to undergo the uncomfortableness or the shame or the zila milsa and he'll, I'll make peace with him later. Next, there was an axe. Another important story. The Alice, Yadi, the Yenuka, an axe chewed off a child's hand. They came in front of Rava. Rava says, Zilu, Shaimu, Ka'avda. Same thing, go evaluate the child. You know, how much was he worth as a slave? How much is he worth? Achleikas Rashi says, Evidivity, I mean, he says, Evidkanani. Ah, here comes the sugya. So, Amrulay, they questioned Rava, Bahamar, who the Amar, you, the master of us all, call Hanishim Ke'eved, Ein Goyven Oysem Vibavel. Not only do we not adjudicate Din Eknosis in Bavel, because in Bavel the Dayanim did not have the real smicha which needs to be given not only by a musmach, but in Eretz Yisrael. And the rule is that whoever doesn't have real smicha doesn't have the power to adjudicate knasas, but Rava added to that, that any din which is not speaking about a knas, not about a penalty, it's a, com- a compensatory din But if the amount of money is not fixed, like here, you have to make an assessment. It's harder to do that. Rava held that can also not be done by dayanim that don't have the real smicha. So, Rava himself is giving, telling you that now you should, be, you should assess in Ka'avda. It's going against what Rava holds and this sheet of Rava is going to be explained now. So Amalahu, so Rava clarified himself. No, 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 I didn't mean that they should assess it because we're going to demand it from the owner of the ox, from the assailant. The Itafas, it's only if the father of the child might grab some money from the owner of the ox. And the din is that tafas tafas. We had that before. If you seize the money even in bubble, then you get to keep it. 
So Rabbah wanted, it's amazing, Rabbah says even before he sees it, that's the way Rashi learns, even before he sees the money, let us make an evaluation to know theoretically how much money is owed. Mustama Rabbah knew the father of the child, he's going to hop the money, he's going to do din benafshe, and Adam done din benafshe, so for Tfisa to know how much will allow him to keep if he seizes it. Gavalik. Now continues the Gemara. Rabba Lataime. Let's go learn Shitas Rabba. The Amar Rabba Rabba holds. Niske Shoir Bishoir. If an ox happened through an ox, just to remember the Sudya. Shoir Bishoir. Bishoir means it was caused by an ox. It's always going to be that way. Niske Shoir Be'adam. If damage happened to a Shoir, Be'adam caused by a man, that's damage to an ox. How much do you pay for there? Only Nezek. I damage your property, I only pay Nezek. The Hamisha Devarim is Adam, Ba'adam. So there the din is given us in Babavol. Rabbah holds you demanded in Babavol. Nezik is not Knas, and it's easy to assess. As we'll see in a moment. Niske Adam Be'adam, if man damaged a man, or Niske Adam Bishoid, if damage happened to a man caused by an ox, Rabbah holds ain't given oisam bebavol. Now let's understand why. Why is it that if the man is the one that got damaged, Rabbah holds you don't make any assessment in bubble deloy because Elohim, that means judges. But in on Veleka it says ad ho Elohim, Yavidvashneyam. If damage happened to my ox, through your ox, through someone else's man, Nami turning to Daf Pedaladam and Beis, or it's getting late. Elohim be in and the like Rashi says, the whole Parsha's Mishpatim uses the ad, the, the concept that it has to be brought to a basin. The reason why even in Bavol. Right, you could make an evaluation if a ox got damaged because we learned this concept in Git and Dafpeches, Vishlichosayu Kavdinon, even though the Beisdin and Bavel do not have smicha, but they are acting as Shluchim from the Dayanam and Eretz Yisrael. And in Toysvis, Git and Dafpeches adds, even today, where the Dayanam and Eretz Yisrael also don't have smicha. So we're doing the Shlichos of the Dayanam that lived thousands of years ago that did have smicha. That also works. Which is Gavaldic, because you know, sometimes by the letter of the law, if the Meshalech is not living, then uh, Shliach doesn't have the power of Shlichas. But sometimes we do apply that. That even though the, the Dayanim, Hasmuchim, are no longer living, Taisva says, this concept of Shlichosayu Kavdinan could function in certain cases. So that's the rule. And me, the Dahava, like we find, when it comes to the dinim of admissions, when it comes to the dinim of loans, because we learned this together again, since the Latinal Delas Bifnei Lovin, you can't have a situation where there's no credit in the market. That kills the whole economy. So the Chachamim said, listen, theoretically, if you don't have smicha, you can't, you can't uh, be a judge. But if you're not going to have judges, no one is going to lend money to the other. So just like they allowed for cases of loans, they allowed Beisden and Bubble to act as Shluchim, Adam Ba'adam. So, and therefore, and therefore Rava holds, if my ox got damaged through a Shoyer, through an Adam, they can also sit in judgment. So the question is, Adam Ba'adam Ba'adam Bishoyer, if a man gets damaged through another man, if a man gets damaged through a Shoyer, the question is, let Rava allow Beisdin and Bubble to act as agents from the Dayanam Smuchim. Answers the Gemara Amri. Ah, 
only the meat of the kimle begavehi, only when it's in a matter that we are certain with the amount of money. The question, the obvious question, we'll be asked next line. But the moment you don't know the exact amount of money, we don't allow the basin to act as shluchim. So right away the Gemara says, hold on. If an ox gets damaged, what do you know without making an assessment how much money it's worth? Okay, you don't have to take a man to a slave market, but you have to take the ox to a, to a ox market. How much was the ox worth before it got damaged? How much is it worth now? It's also not a clear-cut X amount of money. Every case is a case. An assessment is needed. Answers the Gemara. Ella, you're going to say, Puk chazi. What does the Bach say? Kama. Mizdabne trader b'shuka. It's an easy assessment. Go to, the, go to an ox market and you'll find out how much money the damage is worth. They had slave markets then. It's not difficult to do. You don't have to be a genius to do it. There, the kitzay, it's a fixed amount. But we don't. Because kenosis, we don't apply in bubble. So if it's because the kimle begave, if that's the criterion, then they should apply kefal and tashlomei abar v'chamisha. Amri, they explained. Amri, they answered. That's the rule of Rav. It's not so simple. First of all, when do we allow Beisden to act as shluchim from the Dayanim smuchim Eretz Yisrael when they are dealing with compensatory cases? The, the loser, the victim, lost money. He needs to be compensated. If he won't be compensated, he mamash has a loss. Then Beisden has the power to sit in judgment. But the knas means that it's not that he lost money. It's a whole different category of it than Torah. The Torah penalizes the assailant. Here, like Abdin and Not enough of an answer. Asks the Gemara, Adam, Adam, the who one second. When a man damages a man, Nezek, is, he lost. He had value, he lost his value. So that's Mamayna. Navach Lichosayu. Why did Rava say that Adam ba Adam, you don't judge in bubble? Answers the Gemara, and now we're getting to the answer. That Kikov din shlichosayu, the meal of the shlicha. When did the Chachamim allow Beisden to act as agents, as shluchim, when it's common? Adam ba Adam shlicha. And by the way, the way many of the poiskim, this is Nagi Allah Chalamaisa, hold that loy shlicha is for man to make a permanent damage in another man. Makes sense, even today. Thank God we're still not so acting animal-like. Even when men fight, they make a temporary damage. But to make a damage that, you know, one person should knock the other person's eye out, and it's never going to come back, that's something very rare. And, and therefore, by Milsa, the Shchicha, that was the Rav's rule. If you have Smicha, you can rule. If you don't have Smicha, the Gemara is not happy yet. See, Boishas doesn't come only from losing a limb permanently. Boishas comes from two men fighting. One person slaps the other, we'll see spit on the other. That's something that's more common, sadly. We're going to take out the word pigam. Because pigam, thank God, at least with, according to this version, is considered pigam. We're speaking about if one guy rapes a, a woman, there's a pigam that's considered halachically not shriach. But boish is a shriach, it's compensatory. Now, attack, it's not fixed. It's not midah the kites. Hakoilofi amavayish, amazvayish. But if the rule is shchiach or shchiach, then why don't we judge boishes in bavel? So they answered, you do. Hachinami. And I'll prove it to you. Rav Papa, Agli Abramei Azuz, the Rav Papa lived in bavel. 
Says the Gemara, uh, uh, don't answer it over from Rav Papa, even though one was a Talmud of the other. But we don't pass him like Rav Papa. The proof is the Shalach Le Rabchizdal Rav Nachman. There was a case where Rabchizdal didn't know exactly how to evaluate Boishis. By the way, that's all in Babel. So he asked Rav Nachman for guidance. So Rav Nachman responded, you want me to tell you a number for Boishis? He tells him, Chizda, Chizda, Knasa, Komagbiz, Babel. Chavre, Boishis is not Knas. But it's like Knas. Just to know that. So he called it, it's in the category of Knas. We don't collect Boishis in Babel. And the question is, why not? It's Shriach. Ella, so the Gemara adds, Ki Kavdin and Shlichosayu, number one, all according to Rava. Bemilsa de Shriach, it has to be something that happens relatively usually. And, and there is a loss. And there is a loss. And the, the, the Nafkamina will be, we're going to pass him, like we keep on mentioning, that men, Adam ba Adam is only permanent. What happens today if a man damages a man not permanent? What about Shevis? What about Tripui? We're going to the bubble. There's a machlekes, a place, but we pass him that you pay for that. Why do you pay for that? Because it's Musa de Shkiach. And there's Chesar and Kis. Boishis is no Chesar and Kis. I got ashamed, okay, terrible, but I didn't lose any money from that. I have a milsa de shchir, but if it's, you don't have both, then you don't do it in bubble. Then you, then you pay. I'm saying the boishes, not boishes, tsa, Okay, yeah, 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 you pay in bubble. Shchir, no, we pass in that adam ba adam is lay shchir only by a, by a permanent loss of limb. If there's no permanent loss of limb, I mean, the, the place can speak clearly about ripui and shavas. Ripui and Shabbos, that you pay in bubble because of this, even according to Rabbah. Avul milsa de shchiach, vileis lechisar and kiss, which is boishes, or milsa de lechisar, even if there is chisar and kiss, even if the, a man is mazik a man, he cut his hand off. Chisar and kiss, but it's lechisar, leivdin and shlichosayu. Hilkach, concluding that Adam ba Adam, afgab de isbe chisar and kiss, nezek, given the lechisar, leivdin and shlichosayu. Boishes, even though it's Shriach, sadly, people fight enough to ashamed the other, keeping the lace and kiss, let's go on. Let's move on, we're late. You don't collect. It's not Shriach, and Baba, and. Not even the Nezik, that's what Rabbah said of the Kiddush. Well, in Halacha, we're going to say that Ripoy and Shavas. Ripoy, there's a Machlik as a Paiskin. I. It's ripui from a permanent damage. Since ripui is shchiach by the normal damage, so loy plug. Once we are paskin dinay ripui, once we paskin dinay shavas, and that's, it makes so much sense, Danny. There's no slave market today. The whole evaluation is very difficult today. Let's move on, Vaiter. It's impossible. Let's move on. That's not the logic. That's, that's not a question. Right. Shoyed b'shoyed. The question on Rava. Shoyed b'shoyed. Goyven b'bavol. Did Rava hold shoyed b'shoyed? V'ha'omar Rava. Look at this. Rava paskin. Shoyed she'izik. Ain goyven oisim b'bavol. And the Gemara clarifies exactly when did Rava speak about it. The Azik man. Exactly which shoyed b'shoyed did Rava say that ain goyven b'bavol. Ilim the Azik Adam. If shoyed damaged Adam. Then we don't even need the Rava to say you don't collected in bubble, Ma'ir the Azik Adam, Afilo Adam the Azik Adam, we just learned ain't graving the bubble. Elopshita, the case was the Azik Shoir, and Rava said ain't graving us in the bubble. Kasha answers the Gemara Amri, ah ah, you know when you say ain't graving the bubble, Bitam, 
Because we had before in Daftazvav, Amachlaikis, whether Tam is called Kanas or Mamen. Let's go simply that we hold that Chatzinezek is called Kanas. That's why you ain't graven the bubble. But over here, when are you graven by Muad? Says the Gemara, but that can't be. Because Rav already said you don't become a Muad in bubble. You know why you don't become a Muad in bubble? Because if you're not graven Tam in bubble, then Bezin will never hear it in Torah by the case of a Shoid that gored someone else in bubble. Because why are we judging it? It's a case of Kanas. And if an animal is not judged in Bezdin that you're a Tam, you can never become a Muad. So the answer, no. The Iyayid Hasam, the animal became a Muad in Eretz Yisrael. In Eretz Yisrael, you gave it in a Knossos. And then the animal was imported to Bavol, says the Gemara, that can't be. Because since that's unusual, and we just learned that answers the Gemara, the Asir Abban and the Hasam, the Ya'ud now the case was that there are times that in bubble you had Dayanim that had smicha. If the Rabbanim moved here, they got smicha. Once you get smicha, real smicha, you can judge the Niknosis, you can judge Milsa de Lashkicha everywhere. Says the Gemara, that's also unusual that those Dayanim moved to bubble and there was an ox and the ox became a muad in front of them. So if Saif Milsa de Omrat, Milsa de like of the Shlichosayu, answers the Gemara, let me explain to you. You're right. If the ox is goring, that will never happen in bubble because Tam will never be ruled in bubble. When did Rava say that Shoir Bishoir, you're going in bubble? Shane Varegel. Simple, Gavaldik. Ella Kikamarova, Bishain Varegel. Shane Varegel, what did we learn earlier in the Masechta? They are Mu'adim Mitchilosim Ninu. And that is collected in bubble. It's Shriach. There is a monetary loss, Chisar and Kis. You judge it in bubble. By the way, even that, theoretically, you can't. You don't have smicha. For that we answer, Shlichosayu, Ko'avdinan, Midadahava, Ahidois, Vehalvois, Gavaldik. Let's move on. Let's chaparan as much as we could. So now we're continuing quoting from the Mishnah, Tsar. And the Mishnah gave an example of Tsar where there was no Nezik, as we'll keep on learning in the Sudya, whether there is Nezik, whether there is no Nezik, you gotta pay Tsar regardless. And the example the Mishnah gave is, we're reading inside the Gemara, quoting from the Mishnah, Kivo'oi Bishapud. If the assailant burnt the victim with a spit, Oi Bimasmer, or with a nail, and the Mishnah says even on the victim's fingernail, meaning he doesn't have a loss of an evid, it grows back. You gotta pay for the pain. Who is this opinion? And as we'll prove that is really, it's a machlekes tanoim. Our Mishnah goes like one Tana, like which Tana? Amadrava. You should know Ben Azaihi. It's only according to Ben Azai, and not according to Rebbe. That is Chevra Rava's answer that will be refuted. Now, the time we learned, Rabbi Yoimer, we're going back to Parshas Mishpatim Pedik Chof Aleph, Pasik Chof Hei, as we mentioned this in Ahmad Aleph, that after the Pasik speaks about Ayin Tachasayin, Shein Tachasayin, Yon Tachas Yad Regal Tachas Ragal, then in Pasik Chof Hei, the Torah seems to be repeating a whole Pasik that's extra, Kaviya Tachas Kaviya, a burn, Tachas a burn, Petsa Tachas Batsa, a wound for a wound, and Chabura Tachas Chabura, a bruise for a bruise. So the question is, the whole Pasuk is extra. Now look at the words of the Braisa and look how Rava attempts to clarify it and how later we're going to clarify it on the opposite. Kviya nemrat chilo. That's all the Rebbe says. Kviya is mentioned first. Benazi says, no, Chaburah is mentioned first. By the way, in the Pasuk, Kviya is mentioned first. Kviya tachas Kviya, Petsa tachas Petsa, Chaburah tachas Chaburah. So what, what do they mean? So Rava says, Rabbi holds, 
That's the meaning of Rebbe. That Kaviya, when you read Kaviya, Tachas Kaviya, your initial understanding is that Kaviya means the lace by Chaburah Mashma. For some reason, that's the way Rebbe would look at the Pasik. A burn means a burn that doesn't do permanent damage. For example, you burn the person's fingernail. And the Traira, Kasev Rachmana Chabura, so the Traira later at the end of the Pasig adds Chabura Tachas Chabura to change your wrong Havamina, Ligaluyaylah, to clarify that only the Kaviya the Izbe Chabura, only a burn that makes a permanent blemish, there you have to pay for the burn, there you have to pay for the Tsar, Eloi, but if you make a burn and there's Tsar, but there's no Nezik, you don't have to pay. In other words, if that would be the meaning of Rebbe, our Mishnah is not Rebbe. Our Mishnah says you pay for Tsar, even Shalai Bemakim Nezik. Rebbe holds the opposite. Rabbah continuing to explain Benazi. Benazi holds Kaviyah, when the Torah says Kaviyah, the Izbe Chabura Mashman. Kaviyah normally will cause a wound. Cause of Rahman Chabura. The Afaker, the trade at the end, the ads, Chabura Tachas Chabura, Ligaluya Elah, that Kaviyah, even the Lesbah Chabura. And our Mishnah is Ben Azai. Al nice, it's definitely a machlik, it's Tanoim, but says the Gemara, Maskev Lara Papa, to his Rebbe, to Rava, you got it wrong. The opposite is more logical, that don't interpret the Beraisa, that each Tana is telling you what the Havamina would have been. It doesn't work that way. You know, the, the Mishnayas, Beraisas, are halachis. They are saying what the halacha is. Rebbe says, Meaning, Sabar, Kviya, the Izbei Chabura Mashma, when you read the word Kviya, you initially would have thought, like in most cases, when you burn someone, you damage them. So the Torah later wrote Chabura to be Megala, that even a Kviya, the Leisba Chabura, even when this Tsar and not Nezek, you got to pay for the Tsar, which is our Mishnah. So our Mishnah is really like Rebbe. Ben Azi is the one that says the opposite. That's Chabur in Emrat Chila, meaning he holds that when the Torah said just Kaviyah, I mistakenly would have thought the lays be Chaburah Mashma. And on that writes the Torah. That's why Ben Azai, like Rebbe, is emphasizing the Maskana. Chaburah, legalui Allah, the Kaviyah, the Izbe Chaburah in, Eloi, Eloi, the Amaskana Kaimi. Each one is telling you the Din, not the Havamino. That's number one, and we're going to accept that. And number two, Inami, I'll tell you, the Kula Al Mekviya, Ben the Izbe Chabura, Ben the Leisbe Chabura Mashma. You know, when the trader says, Chabura, Amakviya, Tachas Kviya, a burn for a burn, the very fact that the trader does not specify whether the burn caused damage or not, you have to accept that burning means the pain for the burn, the Tsar. Kviya, Tachas Kviya means Tsar, no matter what. However, this is fantastic. We have from the Yud Gimel is the rule Klal Uprat What's the rule? Ein bechlal So if the Klal and Prat would have been mamish juxtaposed, if the trader would have written without the Petsa Tachas Potsa, and the next would have been Chabura Tachas Chabura. Chabura means a bruise. There is a, a permanent blemish. Then everyone would hold that when do you have to pay for the pain of the burn only if it also caused a permanent chabura. The prat would have limited the klal. The challenge here is that you have the words petza, tachas, patza in middle. It separated the klal from the prat. Let's read it inside. Rebbe holds, prat. So we're back to Rav Papa. Rebbe is the one that holds that you have to pay for a... Sar, 
even if it didn't do damage. Because it says, Kviya Tachas Kviya. I, the trader later, says, Chabura Tachas Chabura. But there's a break in between the Klal and the Prat. Ben Azai is the one that holds, Savar Don and Isa Bechlal of the Prat. Now says the Gemara Vechitem Chabura Lerabi Lamali Oy Bazoi. Since Chabura Tachas Chabura is not limiting the cloud, why did Hashem have to write it? Explains the Gemara. We'll conclude with this. Ledamim Yisaidim, which means let's halt kav. Let's go. Kaviyah Tachas Kaviyah means whether there is nezik or not. Regardless, you got to pay for the pain of the burn. When the Torah adds the words petza tachas patza, as we learned in the Brais on the Amad Aleph, that comes to teach you that if there is both pain and sar, right? That was the Brais that we learned petza tachas patza, quoting from the Brais Litain sar the mocking nezik. So you have to pay for both. But you would have thought, when do you pay for both? That's the way the Meraim Yisada learns pshat and Rashi. When the ikir was the nezik which is the normal case. You know, you hurt, you cut someone's finger off. They're worth less money. Not only do you pay for their devaluation, not only do you pay for the nezek, you also have to pay for the tsar. So now the trader adds the words chabura tachas kabura to tell you that if the main damage was the pain, there was only a little bit of nezek. Here also, we don't say that nezek is somehow included in the tsar. Even when the main penalty is going to be Tsar, if there is both Nezek and Tsar, regardless which one is more than the other, you have to pay for both. And that's the sheet of the Mishnah. You always have to pay. If you only have one damage, if there's only Tsar, pay for the Tsar. If there's only Nezek, pay for the Nezek. If there's both, pay for both, regardless which one is more and which one is less. And with this, we concluded Daf Pei Dale to be continued.